0: This is Steen to Live the Dream and today we're talking about the fact of a lot of us have purpose calling and we don't know where that is. We lost it when we were a child. We used to dance, we used to sing, we used to do all of the things that we were passionate about but we lost it when we became an adult and started adulting. But there's still that gnawing in our gut, a gnawing in our spirit, that gnawing desire because our mind is telling us, we can't stay here, but we don't know how to get out. I'm that person that's going to help you from the gestation to help you birthing that thing that is your purpose through mindset, emotional, social, physical, spiritual, and financial help in order to lead you into the walk of the fullness of achieving what you are called to do. This is Tajma McCameron. Catch you now. Steam to live the dream. Welcome to STEAM to live the dream. This is your host, Taj McCameron, and today we're talking about be set free. This topic came at the end of a purification process I went through for 21 days. About two days afterwards, I woke up 3 o'clock in the morning and came to this realization. I don't share everything with everybody, but I think this is something that we all can relate to in one way or another. As creatives, I don't hair, what celebrity you ever look at, what celebrity you've ever watched, they all went through a pit moment. I've heard Steve Harvey tell his story about how for three years after he discovered comedy was his calling, he slept in his car, he had washed up in bathrooms, public bathrooms. I've heard other celebrities Was it the owner of TV1? She made her point of saying how she went through her experience when she was trying to build TV1 and the network. I've heard um, so many. Tyler Perry, you name it. All of them went through something. When we are creatives... It seems like it's our rite of passage that we go through something. Something that when we step into it, we think, look, this don't even look good. This don't look right. This, this ain't the it. I hope this is going to end real quick and then it lasts for a year, two years, three years. Ask me how I, how I know I've had my moments. But I came to the realization after this last purification that I went through. We're going to go through these seasons at certain points in time in our life. It's a supernatural reset. It's a reset of our lives as we adjust, as we go through transitionary periods every 10 years of life. Whatever. Some people go through them faster. But we go through a series of time and the thing about it is the length of time depends on the length of our understanding that we're going to go through these seasons. And when we go through these seasons that we're not being punished, we didn't do anything wrong, we were put through that experience to help somebody else. And in the process, we will probably end up helping a series of people in that experience. But the testimony that comes after that experience is the one that makes the most effect. But the problem is, when we're in it, when we are in the midst of it, when we are feeling it when it don't feel good it hurts it's a problem our bodies are hurting our minds are in distress we're wondering what in the world is this why am i here what what is this you gotta focus and you have to ask yourself why was it allowed that I go through this? Why was I made kin to this experience? What is the assignment of this experience in this season that's going to make the impact later? I'm a woman of God, so I'm going to bring you some word in the midst of this. There's a passage in the Bible that talks about Paul. He asked God to remove the thorn from his side. God said, I will give you the grace to handle it. Why? God allows anything. He is allowing it to prove you, to help you help others in the long run. It's not for you, it's for somebody else. Paul's thorn was not for him, all Paul's thorn was, was his flesh. His internal rising up because of what his flesh was being allowed to go through. Making him feel like he couldn't go through it, but God did not remove it from him. From his self, from his emotions, the situation was realizing God was not punishing him, but he was simply allowing him to go through something for someone else. When he realized it was not him, his perspective would have changed. That same thorn would have turned around and dissipated because all he had to do was take himself out of the situation, his pride, his control. So I ask you, how many of you have been in situations where it was bad, and I'm not diminishing how bad it was because Some of us have gone through seasons where it was horrible. When I say horrible, I got to put that extra horrible. That's how bad it was. It was so bad that even to this day, you may think back on it and have nightmares because it was that bad. Because you suppressed how bad that season was. Of your life was, and during that time when you were going through to go through, you may have been having anxiety attacks. You may have been having panic attacks. You may have been begging, God, please get me out of this, and nothing changed. But. second you took the focus off of yourself and you realize what was supposed to be developed out of that situation because a lot of things we go through our flesh hates it that religious spirit within us which tries to find some type of rational justification for what it is that we're going through, that pride in us, the control in us, does not realize the fullness of God's love. We walk around sometimes. Some people don't understand. We see different classes, different races, different sex, different genres, different things. Whether it be the homosexual man. But guess what? God loves that guy too. But wait, 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 wait. The Bible said that didn't God destroy all the gay people? Yes, he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, but he still loved those people. He wanted them to be saved. It was their choice to not change their ways because just like Rahab in the book of Joshua, had they changed their hearts Earlier, before it got to that point they may have been saved and it wasn't about changing their disposition of their sexual orientation it was about changing their hearts over time if it was the the way it was meant to be that would change all on its own if it was meant to why do I say that? some people will experience an experience like that you'll pray you'll want you'll desire you'll wonder why did that person not change why would God allow that person to be that way let me tell you you realize not all Christians are heterosexual and there's a reason for that Because God wants them to. So he may allow for there to be homosexual people that actually can be used to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they may be vilified by the religious church guess what? God loves them too. God is not the one that's going to vilify and prejudge and destroy their character. It is humans that do that. It's religious humans that destroy the character of people that live and want to be that way. God loves. Jesus loved the murderers. Was he not sitting amongst them? Was he not walking with them, the murderers, the prostitutes? He loves them just as much as he loves you. I remember I was having a conversation with a woman one time, and she made the point of saying this. Is the murderer's sin any more of a sin than the person that fornicated before marriage? Now, a religious person might say, well, of course, the murderer murdered somebody just had sex does God look at either of those sins differently when God says that I am going to blot out your sin doesn't mean that you're not going to go through your repentance phase but he forgets it he wipes it clean for him it is our choice not to let our inner enemy destroy us because of the sins that we committed god loves the teen prostitute that is still sitting out there selling themselves and tricking out in them streets god loves that person And guess what? He's going to send another team that is just trying to find themselves and has found God that is in the same situation that they're in to speak God to them. As a pastor I listened to in California, I heard him tell his story one time. And he said that when he got saved, he always talks about how he got saved in his kitchen floor when he came to Jesus. But the part of the story that I didn't know was that he had been hanging around a homosexual man that actually had been talking Jesus to him for a while, but he kept joking and laughing it off. But that particular night, he decided to watch TBN and ended up in his kitchen and on his floor Giving his life to God. God loves us all. He sees the person crying out and lashing out. They want love too. <laughs> that homeless, smelly person I know you've seen them. we all seen them on the street. They look dirty. They look nasty. They look like somebody you wouldn't never want to really have a true interaction with. God loves that person. My mother used to have this saying she used to always say it when I was growing up. But for the grace of God, there go I. You never know what you're going to go through in life. Don't ever look down on person. Don't ever look down on a situation because you never know who or what you're going to end up in. There used to be a saying that I remember. Be careful who you step on going up because you may pass them going down. Don't ever think you're so high, so mighty, so prideful, so in control of your life that you can't end up in those people's very shoes and not know how the heck you ended up there. And be sitting there asking yourself, how did I end up here? (laughs) Because God may allow you to end up in some of the most I can't even bring to words type of situations. And some people would say, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't end up a prostitute. I wouldn't. Pause. Have you ever heard of the kidnap cases where those girls got kidnapped off the street ended up put in vans sold into sex trafficking rings and ended up in prostitution and then ended up coming out of that and they had a story to tell don't ever say that you could never (laughs) but they are saving somebody else's life right now by telling their story because they made it out Sometimes, you ever heard the saying, you're just passing through this situation. Some of us have situations and scenarios that we're just supposed to pass through. We're not supposed to stay there. We're not supposed to get stuck there. A lot of people in situations and scenarios, especially if they ended up in a situation where they were involved in sex trafficking, they would die there. It takes a strong-willed person to go through that experience and come out on the other side and not die in the process. There's a biblical book in the Bible ...called Job. God said in the book... ...he allowed Job... ...to be sifted by the devil. All he told the devil was do not touch his life. You can touch everything else but you can't touch his life. Don't you ever think that God will not allow certain situations... I've heard some self-righteous, ungodly people say. But God wouldn't. Why would God allow somebody to? Because it's their testimony of their story of surviving that experience. That. That's why they walked through it. The young girl that got molested. How many actresses have we heard say they were molested when they were small children, actors, singers, entertainers, what have you. But they are now telling their story and freeing somebody else because that person heard, well, wow, you, I would have never thought you. There's a person that life may have been saved by them saying, yeah, I went through that. Yeah, think about that. Think about that. Those spouses that cheated on their wives... because there was a wound in them from childhood that they didn't heal because they saw the repetition of their parents do it and their parents' parents do it because it was a generational curse that went back in the lineage. They didn't mean it, but they were kin to it because it was part of their family lineage. The drug addict who was raised by a drug addict, who was raised by a drug addict, who was probably a drug addict because they went through some type of trauma as a child and they needed the drug in order to make them forget about what happened. So they were looking for God inside of a needle instead of looking for God with God. (laughs) As I said before, Jesus hung out with the sinners Because he knew they needed his love. I went through an experience. for a four year period where I got to experience what it was like to walk in those footsteps to be around those types of people the the prostitutes the drug addicts the homeless people for four years and during that time frame I'm going to tell you what happened It wasn't all good. It wasn't all comfortable. But I can't tell you how many times I sat and I prayed with somebody. And watched them break down in my arms. How many times I prayed. How me and some of the other women got together and we prayed together. Matter of fact, during that time period, I will never forget there was this one woman that came to me and said... Hey, prayer warrior. Because that's what I was known as in that experience. I had to walk through it, I had to pray through it, not just for them, but for myself had to release my own pride, my own fleshly desires because my flesh wanted what it wanted and my flesh wanted out of that situation yesterday. (sighs) There were days I went through that experience and I wondered and I cried out to God, why the heck am I here? Prayed for deliverance, went to church three days out of the week, it got down that it was so bad for me emotionally and mentally that I had to be at church every day of the week. If the church was open, I was there (laughs) because I needed to be refilled up in order to be in that environment to pray and to touch and to feed and to do what I did for those people. God makes you kin to those places and spaces because it's your assignment in that season. But he did not remove me. You know how many times I begged for him to take me out of there. That thorn in my side was wanting to be taken out of that experience. But he left me there and he gave me the grace to continue to be in that space. There were times that I prayed for people. And when I came out of that experience, I remember one of the Last couple of weeks, I was in that experience. I remember standing in my bathroom and I said to God, I may not have liked this experience, but I'm grateful for having had it. Because you can think all day that you're the most sweetest, kindest, givingest person, and I was. But you don't know how. It humbles you to walk through an experience like that and can't get out. Until God says, now it's time for you to go. And come into that realization that it wasn't about me. And that is when he set me free. pride makes us quote for he who the sun sets free is free indeed thinking god's going to come and rescue us and release us from that season of pain that we went through then because we're claiming it out of our mouths but sometimes we claim it and sometimes god leaves us in it He's not done because we can say things out of our mouth all we want, but until God sees that our hearts are circumcised towards that thing and it's really meant, then He will do what He's going to do. The slaves walked around in Egypt for 40 years that journey was supposed to be 11 days how many of us went through seasons of our lives that we didn't have to go through for as long as we went through but our stubborn pride and control of desiring to want to be out of it yesterday without asking God without asking why am I here Why was I put here? Why was I made kin to this? And what do I need to do? What is my assignment in this space that will release me into my next Because if you don't, you will sit there and wait until you find out why. There were people that I went through that season of my life I had to pray for. I had to touch. I had to do certain things. And it was in the midst of me doing those things. I came to the realization. That's why I was there. That's what the season was about. And it wasn't about that season then. No. It was about preparing me for the next season. Because what I just went through. In that four-year period, I'm going to see, experience, and be kin to it in a different set of circumstances. Better for me, but I will be able to see what I saw and recognize it again in order to prepare me for what I'm about to step into. We don't go through the seasons that we go to go through because it's for us. Sometimes it's to train us for the next season that we're about to walk into. Because you may have the very same assignment in a different package. The season may look different. It may not look as dark, dingy, and dirty as that season. Sometimes, you'll find the same type of situations that are just as dark dingy and dirty dressed up to look like something different for you creatives out there the ones that are desiring to go to hollywood the ones desiring to go to new york the ones desiring to go to those places that i can make it anywhere i want you to think about this real quick Let me give you a couple names. Sierra. You know, Sierra was an army brat. She was a child of an army brat, which means she was raised on a military base. You don't live on a military base like that. And not be able to handle or withstand the type of environment she has to be in to be in that industry. Everybody loves Queen Bee, right? Now, she went through something a little bit different. But think about it like this. How many times have you ever heard her say out her mouth that her father trained her? Trained her to run uphill, trained her to, to 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 turn tires and all these kinds of things in order to give her the strength and the stamina in her body, so that she was able to dance them dances that y'all love so dang much. You. And y'all be screaming at the top of y'all lungs. She was trained in her physical body to be able to withstand the pressure of that. You can't sit up there and say that you're going to get up tomorrow and dance like Beyonce dance. Because I guarantee you, you can't. You'll run out of air first. Why? Because she had to break her body down in order for her to, to get back to the place that she was able to dance the way that everybody knew her to be able to dance. Why? Because we saw it, didn't we? Anybody that saw the homecoming celebration movie saw that she broke her body back down in order to get back on that stage and dance like she danced. It's never easy. It looks easy, but it ain't that easy. You gotta want it. Everybody has their dark wilderness seasons where they gotta figure out how to get themselves back to or get to that place where they can get back out there and do what they do best. Or some of us are just trying to get to that point to do it. But some of us are too prideful and full of control, to be sat down, humbled, and to realize that it ain't all that easy. There are people, there are even um, life coaches, uh, if you ever heard life coach Lisa Nichols, she's, she, she used to talk about how people were like, oh I love you, I want you to want your life. There are people that'll sit up there and say to you straight to your face, I want your life, but do you know what they had to go through to get there? You don't want their life because if you had to go through half the stuff they had to go through you would not make it and I'm pretty sure they had asked themselves that same three questions when they were going through why was I allowed to go through this Why would God make me kin to this? What is the assignment of this season? And what's going to release me into my next? Putting down their flesh. Putting down their pride. In order to reach their own deliverance. When Moses struck the rock. I believe it was in Deuteronomy. When he got mad. And. God told him you're not crossing over into the promised land. He forgot the three questions. Because he got frustrated. Because he had been there with them just as long as everybody else. He forgot his assignment and allowed his flesh and his pride and his desire to have control in that moment to get the better of him. There's another biblical story of Elijah when he uh, was running away from the Jezebel. And he asked God, deliver me from this situation take me up I don't want to be here anymore this man had power to anoint I believe he anointed two kings and uh, a prophet or something like that he had all the power within him but he was made to run because the situation and the circumstances were so dire that he just couldn't he couldn't take it post-traumatic stress of everything that he had gone through because that's what it was, it was stress and he was tired and he didn't want to go through that stress because sometimes we can be kin to a situation but it doesn't mean that the situation did not affect us, it doesn't mean that that situation did not allow us to go through a situation of confusion and conflict within our minds, our bodies that our body reacts in anxiety As the thought of anything that looks anything like the similarity of what we had gone through. I was listening today, today, to a woman tell a story of one of her most post-traumatic stressful experiences when she nearly died and she thought she was okay. But when she was sat in a situation that made her mind think that she was going through the same experience... She freaked out so bad. Because <laughs> sometimes we go through these experiences. Yes, we do it for, for, for the other person. We do it because... We know that we have to have the strength to go through it. Because what we are desiring to receive on the other side of that, we can't get until we finish... Assignment of this season, but it doesn't mean three seasons later we're not going to see something that makes us cringe because it feels like we're going through the exact same situation and scenario all over again, dressed up in a different package. And the second that we see the warning signs in our minds, our hearts, our bodies, start to have the same reaction and it's intense when it hits us because all our brains and our minds and our bodies can think i don't go to go through this again i can't do this again i can't do this experience again but we do not know that the experience is going to turn out the same it's not going to be the same we have to keep going when we go through traumatic experiences we must be willing to keep going even when it feels like we can't go on if Paul had had the discipline that despite the the thorn in his side understand what the truth of what his grace was was the fact that if he chose all he had to do was choose not to focus on his own pain that was the thorn in his side and focus on the assignment at hand why would God allow me to go through this why am I being made into this experience and what is the assignment on my life in this season then the Lord would have been able to set him free. The thorn of his in his side was his own actual pride and self-control, feeling like it was not in control. would have been able to take his mind off of it and the grace for the thorn wouldn't have been needed because he wouldn't have felt it no more because he would have taken the thought off of himself and focused on what he was there for how many thorns are you carrying that you would simply be healed by laying down your pride and your desire to control the situation Food for thought. John, eight and thirty six. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. The are going to let him make you free from your pride and your control you shall be free indeed now one might wonder why would I give you such an intensive lecture on this if you stayed to this point Now, I'm about to give you the moral to this podcast. To every creator, every singer, every dancer, every entertainer, every person that is listening to this. And they are just trying to get through the get through of the motions to keep going. I'm going to tell you this. Keep going. It's going to get hard. It's going to get tough. You're going to cry. You're going to walk through some experiences. That you ain't going to want to walk through. There are going to be things that you're going to experience. That don't nobody never know. And some you may never even open your mouth to tell. But I'm going to tell you this. For you the sunset's free. is free indeed. If you are at all. Contemplating, thinking about it's on your mind to go into the entertainment industry, TV, acting, social media influence, influencer, any type of position where you are going to gain influence. You are going to go through a whole lot of pain on the backside that ain't nobody going to go through. Or know that you are going through. When you are going through it. Remaining humble. In your humility. And walking through that walk. Walking through that pain. And when it's over. Being able to testify. Yes I did it. I went through it. Will save somebody else's life. Why? Some people say they don't even they 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 did not like Mary J. Blige's documentary. I loved Mary J. Blige's documentary. Why? Because she was open enough and honest enough to say, "Yeah, I went through that. Yeah, she was molested as a child. Yeah, she experienced this. Yeah, she was abused. Yeah, she was in an abusive relationship. Yes." But I'm going to tell you this. You think that you would have ever listened to any of her songs? Them songs that you listen to that you ain't going to cry no more. And them guttural songs when you were like, yes, Mary, you know what I'm talking about. How you get it? How she get it? She had to walk through something. Y'all going to have to walk through some stuff if you want the, the genuinenity of what you do to resonate with people. Because you got to become kin to the problem in order to become the solution. I saw women walk up to this woman and say, you saved my life by telling me your story in your song. Whose life are you going to save by telling your story of what you were made kin to? Because I'm going to tell you this. That's part of the reason why I keep going even when there are days and dark times that I don't realize why I'm still doing what I do. And you know something? I may be putting this post up. Whenever I put this post up. But you know what? I don't only think that y'all need to hear this. There's going to come a time and a season. Where I'm going to probably end up in a similar situation to the one that I left. At a different point in time. Where I'm not going to understand why I'm going through. What it is that I'm going through. And I'm going to need to listen to this again. And remember, yeah, I went through that. This is going to be my encouragement to me a few years down the line. (laughs) So I'm hoping it's an encouragement to you. But I want this to be my encouragement to me for that person that's going to be going through something different at a different point in time. I may have to turn this on and remind myself and encourage myself (laughs) at a different point in time. Maybe a couple different seasons of my life. But I hope this blesses you. That you do the same. Because you have to be made kin to certain things. In order to be truly set free from them. And if you're trying to go into these industries. Let me tell you this right now. So that you know for sure, for sure. You are gonna have to go through. You're going to have to fight, cry, beg, be on your knees in pain. I remember I was listening to uh, Beyonce say in an interview she did 20 years ago. She said that there are nights that she would come home from rehearsal and she couldn't do nothing but cry because her body hurt that much. She was that tired. There're gonna be times if you wanna be in these industries, you gonna be, you're not gonna be able to get no sleep. You're not gonna be able to do what you wanna do. Your body's gonna be exhausted. It's gonna be a mess, and you ain't even gonna be able to see straight. And if you really want it, you are gonna work through it and get to the other side of it, and then you'll go home and you'll pass out and go to sleep. You'll walk through that experience you'll work through that experience I'm recording this at 4 o'clock in the morning why? because I refused to stop working until the job was done and the job wasn't done which means I've been working all evening but that's what a creative does they keep working even if they wanted to stop I wanted to stop a few hours ago but you know what I didn't because I still had work on my plate but guess what I finished everything I needed to work on and this was the last thing I needed to do. That's what tenacity does. It pushes you beyond the limit that you want to be pushed and you keep going. How many of y'all have the tenacity to keep going? Do you have the tenacity to keep going? Are you willing to keep going? Even when it looks like you're going to die in that situation, the pressure of that fame that you desire, I need you to ask yourself that because if that's what you really want, you're going to have to keep pushing. You're going to have to keep going. Even when you don't want to keep going, you're going to have to keep going. You may have to take a break, but you're going to have to get back up and keep on going if you want to get there. Has God showed you where you can be? But you're going to have to work to get there. You're going to have to go through the process. And it's going to hurt, and it's going to feel horrible, and you're going to lay there, and you're going to be in pain, and you're going to feel like you're dying. But if you want it... (laughs) Gonna have to become kin to certain things and you're gonna have to press through certain things. Do you want it? I hope that this helped you. I'm sorry if I sound like I was on my soapbox and my preaching mode, what have you. I'm sorry if I got under your skin, but if you want it, you're gonna have to be kin to something. Because your assignment, when you go into these realms, you better know what it is. Because there are going to be vultures standing at the gate, wanting to devour you. Remember that Beyonce song? And I probably put it in this episode. Hollywood, sign on the dotted line think about some of the things that some people had to do in order to sign that dotted line and if you're not careful you will fall for it and you will do some of those things it's my job to help you not do those things but you can't be willing to break because you want to make it easier on yourself because the devil will stand at the doorway and say i'll make it easier on you you ain't gonna have to fight that hard. You ain't gonna have to be kin to that thing. You ain't gonna have to walk that assignment if you just sign on this dotted line instead. I suggest you go and read uh, the first couple of chapters of Leisha Keys's book because she talks about a situation, a scenario that she ended up in that she regrets that she did. Because She was talked into it at a young age. You have to be careful. You have to watch your parameters. And you have to know that you're going to end up in these rooms with these vultures. You're going to end up in these situations. You're going to end up in these scenarios where they're going to throw money at you. And you're going to have to say no. And you're going to be kin to some situations. Because you said no. That are going to feel uncomfortable. And you're going to be like. I should have took that money. No you shouldn't have. Because the integrity that you kept. And the ethical and moral. Standing. That you continue to walk in. Because you said no. To that easy money. That was going to leave you with a blemish later on that you're going to have to explain yourself you better know you better know before you go into these places and spaces you better know get your mind right get your head right get prepared because some of these places and spaces are going to be vicious and that's why I say sometimes the Lord will make you kin to some things before you get there so that you can see it when you're walking through the door and you can say not me, not now, not ever, I see you I understand what you're trying to do no keep a, a tight knit network around you Remember these things, but know for sure, for sure, that's where you want to go. I didn't mean for it to be this long, but I needed to get that out there because it's on my heart. I have a vilification for seeing people that are creatives, they love art. They love their artistic, their entertainment, all of these things. To see them go through pain. Some of them didn't have to go through. Yeah, you were made kin to certain situations. Some of it was by choice. Some of it you just were not aware of what you were walking into. But it's through those people's experiences that blew the whistle on people in these industries that you're thinking about walking into. You now know be careful not to go through that. I'm hoping and I'm praying that this message wasn't me being on my soapbox. And I know there gonna be people that are gonna listen to this message and their skin gonna crawl because they are gonna be like, well I don't I don't want to think about it like that I just want you can ignore this message if you want to but I pray to God that if you manage to get yourself to that point that you get there That you don't end up becoming a statistic that ends up being run right back out. Ending up destitute. Ending up on the street. Ending up prostituting. Ending up in a scenario where you're addicted to drugs because of what they did when when you were in there to you. Because you didn't listen to what I just said to you. I pray that it's not you. You will be made kin to certain things. Let those things strengthen you. Let them strengthen you. So that you can walk in the fullness of the freedom of the ability of knowing what you need to know in order to go where you need to go. And to get there. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. But it's going to be That's my time. This is Joshua Cameron from STEAM to Live the Dream. I love you with the love of Jesus. Love, fee, love, faith, peace, and blessing. Until next time. Bye bye. This is Taj McCameron, and I'd like to discuss tonight about something that has become close to my heart Kingdom, Creative, Connective, Collective. This is my new community. In it, we are offering you the opportunity to come into a community where you will learn, you will grow, you will find support, you will find content, you will find encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment, and it'll be a safe space for you to express your feelings and get the intellectual understanding of things that you may not understand about the very industries that you're desiring to go into. How so? A lot of people look at the industries, whether it be fashion, whether it be music, entertainment, acting, dancing, singing, whatever it is. They all have a viewpoint of what it looks like. Oh, it looks like it's fun. Oh, it looks like it's what have you. Then there's also the fact of some understand that it is hard work, but there's another side to it. It's that third wall. It's the fact of the matter that it's more than just being hard work. It's the fact that you're going into a space, a place, and an experience that you don't have understanding of. It's understanding the fact that you're going into an uncharted territory, and the people there know better how to operate it than you do. And the fact of the matter is, it's like you're going into a den of wolves. It's like you're seeing a bunch of wolves in sheep's clothing. There are people in those industries that will smile in your face and eat you up the next second. You need to know how, which way to go, and where, and this is my heart. Several years ago, I saw a video on YouTube about a young woman. She was vlogging about having had been in the industry. And how she went in with the best intentions in the world to get and to help other people. She was going to be a model, a role model, and do all of these types of things. She got in there and somebody caught her up. They promised her the world and led her into a lifestyle that she was not appreciative of And it took her some time to get out. And she was in the middle of her healing process. But I saw this woman crying her eyes out. And I said to myself, if I ever had the opportunity, how could I help somebody else? The creative kingdom, creative, connective, collective is that opportunity. It's the opportunity to bring people together, get them focused on what it is that is the real importance of what you're trying to do, how you're trying to do it, knowing what that purpose is, sticking to that purpose and not swaying on your ethical and moral boundaries when you start to see change in your life. Understanding that you have to remain aware of your parameters at all times, understanding that what it is that you're walking into is uncharted territory and you have to have people around you that are going to protect you some of the most influential entertainers you see in those industries if you ever really closely listen to their stories what is the first thing they already always say i had a team of people i had my mom i had my dad I had family members that were supporting me. I had a team of people, of friends, close friends, boyfriend, whatever it was. But they had people around them that were watching their back while they were growing. And the reason they were able to be successful is they had those people to be the jumping board. You listen to people like Alicia Keys, where she said that she was Uh, in a relationship with somebody and they went in together and between that relationship I think her mother and I think it was a, a uncle or cousin all three of them together protected her when she was going in and then the people that were in there that she came across that mentored her, or walked with her, kept her on the straight and narrow, and that's why she's still able to be in the industry the way she is, because she had the walls of the people that were protecting her. You can't just go in there blind with no protection. You will get run over. Know what it is. Understand The way that it works, ins and outs. Most people don't know the simple things. The fact that you sign a contract, you owe that money back to the company. And every time you sit up there and you pay for a lavish dinner and pay for a lavish this and pay for a lavish that. That's coming out of the money that they gave you. Even if they're going to dinner with you, they're, they're using your credit card that they put money on in order to pay for that dinner. Not their credit card. They're using your money every time you go out. You want to go in a limo? You want to? Do, they're using your money that you're borrowing from the company to pay for that, and then you owe that money back to them. There's so many little tips and twisted tricks. Uh, the V8 Summit. Before they had the V8 Summit this year, last year when they were setting up to do the V8 Summit, there were some little uh, contractual agreements in the contract that were uh, stipulations that could mess up a performer if they were unable to perform the show in the case that the V8 Summit was canceled due to what's going on in our society. You have to be able to read between the lines. And you have to have people around you that are going to protect you. Know what, where, and how you can operate in these places. That's what the cre- That's what the kingdom, creative, connective, collective is. It's a place that you will learn. That you, you'll be able to talk about these things. Ask questions. You'll be able to uh, work together. And um, we're also in the process right now of uh, working on Clubhouse. I've had the opportunity to be in Clubhouse rooms with people that are in these industries and listen to conversations where I learn even more of this stuff. What I plan to do is connect to those groups. And it's like it's going to be a place that you will be able to learn and to grow. That's what the Kingdom Creative Connective Collective is all about. It's a safe place for you to learn and we hope to grow it to a point that it's not only the safe place for you to learn but a creative community that you will be able to find, collaborate, and connect with the people that you you will walk into these industries with and they will become your safety net and your safety circle so that when you go in you're not going in alone that's my point for this so if you want to join the kingdom creative connective collective find us on facebook search out the facebook group and under steam to live the dream the Facebook page I believe there is a group for the kingdom creative, connective, collective. Stay on top of the articles but we're currently right now working on the website membership and having a containment area for you guys to actually communicate and hang out if you're interested come join us at the kingdom creative connective, collective. Until then, see you soon. Hello, this is Steam to Live the Dream, and I wanted to take this time to help anybody that may be struggling in this time and in this season, you've decided that you have an idea, you have a thought, you have something that you're ready, willing to want to get out in this season, and you need just a little bit of help to get it out there, come reach out to me, because I now have a podcasting course available that is going to help you, show you, lead you in the right direction into how to set up everything that you will need to know for setting up a podcast in this season in order to create a revenue stream that can make you money from years to come. Tap into me. This is Dean to live the dream. Bye-bye. My name's Taj McCameron. Are you a storyteller? The one thing I've determined that most creators are are their storytellers. They just try to package their story in multiple different forms of packaging. A musician is a storyteller through music, a marketer is a storyteller through advertising. Actor is a storyteller on stage. A performer is a storyteller in performance. A movie actor is an actor that tells a visual picture. Are you a storyteller? Do you have a story in your gut? Whether it's your testimony, your life story, your experiences, the thing in you that is your life. Do you have a story? What's your story? A lot of us have a story of untapped potential that we do not understand. What of us are stuck in dead-end jobs, in jobs that we don't want because we have to pay for the bills, feed the family, help out around the house, take care of our responsibilities, or maybe we're in the corporate world, we've got the good job, but we feel like we're not living up to the fullest of our potential, or worse living in the projects and poverty and we don't know how to get out. There's a scream in our gut and we don't know how to Let me help you find your story. This is Dajma Cameron from Steam to Live the Dream. Welcome to your story.